I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. 2.07 is the time here in the... KSL Newsroom. Are you a parent? I am. I, I became, I've told, I, listen, I know, I know I bore you with stories of my little baby Piper. This is going to be different. This is different. Uh, I became a parent uh, in November of last year uh, and uh, have been a parent since, <laughs> obviously. Uh, and it's been a wonderful joy and it has been an expensive joy. I had no idea. Before uh, before a little baby Piper uh, bebopped her way into uh, mine and my wife's life, we, we thought, well, at least I thought, maybe she had a better understanding of things, but I, I thought, well, children are small. They're very small. They have little tiny clothes. Little tiny clothes probably carry with them little tiny price tags. They only eat a little bit of food, so the uh, it only probably cost me a little bit of money. They sleep in little tiny beds, and so the, the price tag for that little tiny bed is probably going to be little tiny. I'm, I'm exaggerating a bit, but uh, what I was surprised to learn is that almost at every turn, at almost every turn, there is some sort uh, of expense. You know, the special food and the special bed and the special toys. Uh, and, and I'll tell you what, if I pull up, uh, and I'm sorry to, to embarrass the, the, the family here, if I were to pull up uh, like the American Express uh, uh, statement for this past month, Amazon.com has been the recipient of a good deal of Lonsberry money. All of it, all of it, picking up stuff for a little baby Piper. Now, earlier I was exaggerating. I, I, I certainly understood and knew that uh, that the cost of uh, raising a child was a significant one and a and a burdensome one. All right, not not one of those negative burdens, but uh, but something uh, you know that you feel and you have to plan for. You have to be wise. I, in fact, uh, probably uh, postponed having little baby Piper. My wife and I, after you know looking at finances and looking at our circumstance, we probably put off uh, becoming parents. For financially motivated reasons. And that is becoming uh, the reality and the truth around the country. We have had uh, on this program uh, demographers that talk uh, about the, the birth rate on the decline here in the United States and around the world. In fact, we uh, here in the United States, we have fallen below the replacement rate. Right. We are not having children at a rate fast enough uh, to replace ourselves as a population. And what does that mean? What does that mean for the future? What does it mean for the future of, uh, say, the economy, the workforce, uh, you know, the housing infrastructure, all of it, all of it will be impacted if there are not bodies to replace the ones that are here today. All right. And so what what ought be done about that? Should something be done about that? What about an allowance? What about a child allowance? 
In the U.S. right now, in government and elsewhere, there is bipartisan support. It's not universal support, but there is support from both sides of the aisle and elsewhere for a child allowance. No, I know you're saying, well, we already have the, the child tax credit. Yes, I, I understand that, but there are certain qualifications uh, for that. You've got to have some income uh, for that, to receive uh, that credit. What's being proposed and is what is being studied uh, right now by the Children's Defense Fund and other organizations is the idea of a child allowance. Where regardless of your income, regardless of your circumstance, that you uh, are will be, as an American, on the receiving end of a certain amount of money, uh, regardless, uh, r- regardless of how many children you have, uh, regardless of uh, your income, regardless of any of it. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? I, my, my knee-jerk reaction is to be uh, repelled. You know, I you know, either pro or against. I don't think that government should be in the business of family planning or any sort of uh, engineering socially of how a family is either provided for or supported uh, or cared for. I, I don't like that idea. I don't like uh, some policymaker in Washington, D.C., uh, scratching his head with his pencil trying to figure out a way to have an impact on the size of families uh, in the United States. It just feels funny, right? It feels uh, a little bit like some. Someone is trying to make decisions on my behalf or on behalf of families across the country. Now, on the other hand, on the other hand, I do also believe that a well-cared-for child, that a healthy child, that a larger number of children, all of that contributes to our national defense and our strength as a nation. If we have uh, well-educated, strong, healthy children growing up, we will be better positioned in the future to uh, defend ourselves uh, in all regards, in all respects, militarily, in terms of education, in terms of production, in terms of commerce. In all those areas, we will be uh, better positioned uh, to be strong. And if a little bit of money in the pockets of parents to support their children will lead to that end, well, I may be swayed. And my attitude of, uh, no, excuse me, government, I don't need you. I don't need you picking up the tab for, for my kid. I've got that just fine. I, uh, uh, thanks, 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 but no thanks. Uh, I, I could be swayed. I think that, uh, uh, that a healthy child grows into a healthy adult. Oh, the most, certainly exceptions, right? Uh, but I think that as we grow, uh, if we uh, are able to do so without food insecurity uh, and without other insecurities or uh, you know faults of resource, that we can be uh, good and strong. Now, real quickly before we go to break, I have to tell you that uh, in in December, uh, Senator Mitt Romney uh, teamed up with a Democrat and introduced a, a piece of proposed uh, legislation. Uh, it was a, it was a proposal, uh, essentially a basic income plan. For children, it would guarantee fifteen hundred dollars in cash every year per child under six, no matter uh, the income of the parents. And then the, those children ages six to seventeen, there'd be a thousand dollars guaranteed, and another thousand dollars of benefits per child, regardless of age, would phase in with income, uh, similar to the, the the story right now with the child tax credit. That's already on tax code, uh, and there is a, a phase in. Uh, formula for that. But this, this alternative proposal would be a guaranteed chunk of cash for kids. 
Now, that didn't work out in December. Uh, and I reached out to Senator Romney's office earlier today, and uh, I asked, what's the progress? What's the latest on this effort? And the response I got was, uh, was a positive one uh, from the office, the proposed uh, this was proposed in the context of the end-of-the-year tax negotiations of last year, uh, had a fair amount of positive attention and support, and uh, right now, internally, uh, the office is looking for ways to move forward with similar initiatives in the context of COVID-19. Uh, and so we'll touch base with the office and see uh, if in the future, uh, if this Romney, if this bipartisan effort supported by Senator Romney, uh, if it will uh, maybe replace a child tax credit, uh, or supplement a child tax credit, or whatever. Uh, but uh, there may be a future in this nation where it uh, is more than a tax credit, but an allowance. What do you think? Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear from you on this. Uh, I'm going to take a break now. When we return, I want to revisit a story I shared with you earlier about a hero, an American hero, named Heather Penny. Heather Lucky Penny. She experienced something very unique on September 11th, 19 years ago. I'll share that story with you next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.